My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And, and we, we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, I figured you probably Yeah, would. I'm really excited. So welcome to episode five, and if you didn't figure out from the super obvious, yeah. you want to play a game. <laughs> Tagline in our previous one. Yeah. Um, we are t- going to talk about Saw, and yes. we're mainly going to talk about 2004's Saw, what yeah, got the, original. the Saw franchise started. I might mention a few things about some of the other ones, but... Yeah, um, they all kind of go together sometimes, so yeah. you kind of have to. Because in the future, it'd be nice to be able to talk about sequels and things like that, so... Yeah. And plus, I really didn't have time to watch, like, seven movies this week. <laughs> right. So, I watched Saw. Actually, we repainted our podcast room, and It looks I, awesome. Yeah, thanks. I love it. I, we had a snow day, and I just got in here, and... And then the next day, my back hurt, my legs hurt, and my right arm hurt so bad. I was like, oh my god, I'm getting, I'm 26, and I felt like I was 84. I had to get Brad to go get the little thing that you put hot water in to put on your joints. <laughs> You're so old. Dude, yes. even ibuprofen. I was like laying in bed like, I would rather be dead. <laughs> so, Saw came out in 2004. Yep. And this was James Wan's first movie. Yep, his debut. And if you don't know who that is, he does all the Conjuring series. He's, he's all the huge. the horror movies nowadays are yeah. James Wan. He's like a horror icon of our generation. Yes. And this was his first movie. And they actually, they had to shop around the script everywhere so much that they actually created a whole new department of horror films. Twisted Pictures, which is a big horror franchise, yeah. didn't even exist until Saw. Because they needed a new department for it. Yeah. Other people wouldn't fund it. It became super, like, anytime I see Twisted Pictures, I yep. immediately think Saw. Yep. I didn't know that, though. Yeah. And they also didn't, they had to leave, though, he's from Australia. Mm-hmm. Him he and, and his the, best friend, yeah, the writer right. of the script. They had to leave Australia and go to Los Angeles because no one in Australia would pick up this movie. Yep. Huge mistake because their budget was only like one point two million. Yep. And they they grossed a hundred million dollars, which is the highest grossing horror movie since Scream. That's an awesome and for good reason. This movie is so creative. Mm-hmm. When Escape Room started coming out, I literally was like, "Oh, it's you're paying to do Saw." Exactly. Got it. And then there actually was a Saw Escape Room that opened in Vegas, and I was like, "Oh." Smart. That's literally... When that movie Escape Room just came out, I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, so it's Saw. Right, exactly. I was waiting for someone to do an Escape Room movie since they're so popular now, but I immediately was just like, it's just Saw Mm -hmm. with different traps. Like, which is what happens with any horror movie. It's like, you do one possession movie and then a million come out. And I get that. Absolutely. But it's essentially a a Saw. Yes. Just with different traps. Because there are these people racing against each other, trying to get out, and one goes down at a time, only one's going to get out. And just like possession movies the exorcist will always be better than anything else and Mm -hmm. saw kind of started this it's going to be better than this escape room i have not seen it i haven't either so maybe it is amazing and i'm sorry for anybody that i offended but well we watched chris stuckman on youtube his reviews and he said it was okay he gave i think it was like a seer and i tend after watching him his review and the movie i tend to kind of follow him yeah i would agree with that this movie especially is special to me y'all are going to hear me talk about my father a lot and This was, he showed me the horror movies that he grew up on a lot, Mm -hmm. and so we bonded over those. But when Saw came out, it was one of those things where I was young, obviously, 2004, I'm 26 now, and we watched it together, I think when it came out on video, we watched it, and we loved it. 
so much that when these they always came out around Halloween, which I've said my birthday is the day after Halloween. Mm-hmm. So my birthday weekend, we would go to the theater and mm-hmm. we saw the second one and the third one, I know for sure, in theaters together. And I can't remember if we saw the fourth one or not, mm-hmm. but I know we saw those three together and two of them in theaters. Wasn't and, this one that you told me he actually yanked you out of school one time to go see I it? think so, yeah. He I did that, that a couple times. So, um, Return of the King, the Lord of the Rings movie, oh, yeah. he pulled me out of school to one. go see that one. Um, and I think this was one of them too. He would pull me out of school and we'd have like a... My mom did that a couple times, but it was like The Incredibles, you know, okay. cuter ones. Yeah. But yeah, my dad would pull me out of school to go see some of these movies and it would be our, it was our thing. And the Saw movies were definitely our thing. And um, my mom was like, Y'all are disgusting. <laughs> but we were every time something would gruesome time, we'd be like, oh, hell yeah, you know? <laughs> so these movies really mean a lot to me. Granted, I have not seen Six. I did not see Jigsaw. I haven't seen those yet. But I kind of... They didn't lose their luster, but I think when I saw this... Okay, I think I've seen the sixth one. I think there's a seventh one. By that point, I was just kind of... It was a little stale. Okay. But all the ones from, like, one through five, I was really into. So this movie, obviously, I usually do walkthroughs of the films. This one I don't have to do quite as much. But it, yeah. Because I think everyone has seen this movie, for the most part. So it opens with this dude in a bathtub. What? I just want to say, yeah. first off, Saw is one of those movies that I wish... I wish I could watch it again. It's like reading Harry Potter. Yeah. I wish I could read it again from scratch. Like, for the first time? Yes. Yeah. I wish... I could go into Saw not knowing how it ends. Have that experience again? Because I feel like the first time I watched it, I had to have been like, oh my god, and now you just But we were young. Yeah. And and so, you know, now if we watched it, it, again, and I'm not trying to be like hipstery or anything, but it's hard for nowadays being such a huge horror film for something to come out and just blow your mind. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying films are bad by any means. There are a lot of great horror films nowadays, Mm -hmm. but some of these are just like... Man, that was the first of its kind. Absolutely. You know. These characters, Adam, a photographer, wakes up in a bathtub, and then Lawrence Who's Gordon. actually the writer of the script in yes. real life. Yeah. Which is cool that he got to be in his own yes. movie. He especially. wanted that. That was part of the contract, that they would do it with twisted pictures if he got to be an actor in it. Yeah. That's really cool. And he was a main actor. Yeah. He wasn't just like, it wasn't like a Stan Lee cameo exactly. kind of situation. Uh, but they wake up in this nasty-ass bathroom. Yeah. He's in this bathtub it's just nasty water and he's chained at the angle to a pipe and the oncologist is the doctor and he's chained up on the other side of the room but in the very first scene we see something float down yeah a key goes down right it's a key it is a key i i really can't see it that well i feel like it's it's really dark that's true that's true (laughs) i'm playing but you see something float down the hole come to find out it is a key yep later on and they both have tapes in their pockets. And you hear the voice for the mm-hmm. first time. I say the voice because, oof, it's so iconic. Like, if that, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, Adam's tape basically tries to get him to escape the bathroom. And Dr. Gordon's tape tells him to kill Adam by 6 o'clock or his wife and daughter will be killed. Yeah. And he will be left there to die. Everybody did. The only thing they really find, other than there's this dead dude in the center of the room, a le- apparently dead dude yeah. in the center of the room that had apparently shot himself. Right. Which, we all 
I'm assuming, have seen at this point, saw, and we know that he's not really he dead. Ain't dead. No. How he's the master. Does he lay there completely unmoving the I, whole time? He, he injects himself with something. I with think. like a paralytic, I assume. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I think. Again, I've seen it so many times. I was painting and watching it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Or usually, I'm like taking like detailed notes, but I'm pretty sure. But he, we don't like, even find something. that out until a later movie. Oh, you're so, right. You're in right. the first movie, we don't know. Like, how is he doing just, this? He's just up. laying there. Yeah. yeah. But they find, other than this dude in the middle of the room with a gun. Yeah. You find, they find saws inside the toilet. Yes. Hence, saw. <laughs> <laughs> which, of course, obviously, they're like, oh, let's cut through the chains, which doesn't work. And one of the saws breaks because it's mm-hmm. it's a nasty, rusty saw. And they're trying to cut through these thick chains. It's not going to work. And I guess the doctor is like, he doesn't want us to cut off the chains. Mm-hmm. He wants us to cut off our feet. Yeah. And it's also riddled with flashbacks. So you get this look that he's talking about this terminal cancer for this patient that obviously has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just not quite sure. And at the same time, you also see that this isn't the first jigsaw kill because right. detectives are looking for this guy mm-hmm. and they go and question this doctor thinking it may be him or it may be one of his patients like you don't really know mm-hmm. but you can see that something's all coming together here right it's intertwined somehow the Saw movies get a lot of flack for being torture porn which I could I, I could see that but I think the story is too like you get way too into the story to just be. I love how the stories overlap. Yeah, every movie they're kind of wound together, and honestly, I mean, you have to come down to the fact that those traps are ingenious. Yes, they're horrible. These people are dying, but these traps are ingenious. Well, it shows the testimony of Amanda. Yeah. Doctor Gordon sees this, and hers with the thing that snaps her jaw open. Yes. How did he create that? Amazing. You get to see him creating it later. Super intelligent. And the one where it shows the guy's died and the detectives are investigating, he's hanging in barbed wire. He had to crawl around. Yes. He's literally, this is a big dude and he's just Mm -hmm. suspended in barbed wire. Yes. But he didn't make it. Like think how how much he had to tear himself up to get to that point. They even talk about that they found some bile from his stomach on one of the barbed wire lines. How deep did that cut him? Oh my god. And for him not to even make it. That's awful. Or even later on we taught he does these traps and it's you have to work as a team. And they end up I mean, this is way spoiler, but they end up killing each other off, basically, and towards the end, they realize that they really fucked up because they actually needed all these other members of the team yeah. to get through. And all of the tortures are related to, like, how they lived their lives. Yes. Like, Amanda was a self-harmer, and yeah. so she had to, like, cut into this dude. Like, yes. it's just, it's really interesting. So he's like, it's almost like, oh, that makes sense. You're trying to give them a new lease on life by being horrifying and torturing mm-hmm. them. And for Amanda specifically, later we find yeah. out in later movies, she takes over doing that yes. because it helped her so much. Because it worked. He was actually right in a very sick way. He was right. And she ends up relapsing, but mm. but it, in the moment she even puts herself back in it to help him yeah. do all of this because you find out that this guy is his brain cancer patient. He is Dr. Gordon's patient. Right. And it also cuts to his wife and daughter being held captive in their home. And this guy watching Adam and Dr. Gordon through a hidden camera 
and well, even before that, you when it does its flashback, he mm-hmm. comes home from the hospital and his his wife and daughter are home. His daughter's in there's bed, some shit. and she tells him, "Daddy, there's somebody in the closet." And he goes, "No, you're crazy. You're just a little kid." There. There are, <laughs> horror movies are the reason that if my child ever says, there's somebody in the closet, what? there's somebody under the bed, I will believe them and we will leave. Uh, let's get out of the bedroom and have someone come back in with a gun or something. Oh my god. And then you know how I feel about eyes and when it He's shows peering. his eye yeah. peering out of the closet. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Yeah. And you think that this guy watching him is Jigsaw, but it's not. No. He was just, I think he was a detective that was obsessed Oh, no, that was Where's the other guy. So Skip the guy that. in the closet is the one that's kidnapping them. Right. He is, you find out later, is just another one of Jigsaw's victims. victims. But there's also this this African-American cop, Johnny yeah. Glover, yeah. Is, has cameras staring at Dr. Gordon's house. Yeah. So, spying on him. Yeah. Because he thinks that Dr. Gordon is Jigsaw, which is interesting because huge spoiler and I'm sorry for anybody out there you might want to cut this off now Dr. Gordon does end up becoming Jigsaw at uh-huh. the end of everything so he's not Danny Glover's not right at this point but he's actually correct he's onto something but yep. everyone wrote him off as crazy yep which it's the t- it's the like typical crazy too because you see his apartment there like Yes. It's like when somebody's hunting a serial killer. Right, you know, all there's the all these connecting things, articles everywhere, pictures just all just cluttered his yes. walls. Very healthy oh, obsession. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to live like that. I'd be so scared all the time and paranoid all the mm-hmm. time. Just I, I even own the exorcist, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to get possessed for owning that. <laughs> right. like, I'd be like, this guy's going to come find me just because he knows I'm right. on this trail or whatever. So this guy has kidnapped his wife and daughter, and he's holding them hostage. What is with him listening to the heartbeats? I don't... He's getting off on their fear. It's so creepy. I know, but it, you can, like, hear their pulse. Oh, my God. I He's mean, listening to the heartbeat, and then he points a gun, and it gets faster. Yeah. That's so creepy. But in the narrative, what does that have to do with anything else? I don't know. I guess it doesn't really help when people are like, it's just torture porn, because that's literally like... That's literally what that scene is about. Exactly. He's getting off on um, terrifying this yeah. poor mom and daughter. And in the bathroom... Dr. Gordon finds a box containing two cigarettes, a lighter, and a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And then he's starting to kind of remember, like, how he ended up here. He was trying to use his phone after he was in a parking garage, which parking garages are terrifying. Yeah. Especially empty well, at night. Isn't there even a horror movie, like, called P2 or something that's about that? Oh, I don't know. I think Jodie Foster was in it. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. I, I should look that up. I think I've seen it like once, but I don't really remember it. And this is when it introduces the pig mask. Yeah. The infamous pig mask. Yeah, and it crawling out of his back seat. I always check. Oh like, my god. Especially when I'm like leaving your house at night, because that's the only time that I ever really leave anywhere late at night. Is if I'm over at your house, I'm I always check my back seat. It's funny because I grew up on urban legend. Yeah. When I was in fourth grade, I was introduced to urban legend, and that was one of the urban legends was somebody in your back seat. Like Jared Leto's urban legend. Jared Leto's urban legend. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually I was such a creepy girl, you guys. I feel bad for my teachers because <laughs> I in fourth grade decided that. We had to do a paper on anything we wanted, and I was going to do a paper on urban legend. Oh, my God. I was in fourth grade, you, you guys. You <laughs> for a parent-teacher conference, Yes, Kathy. literally. I remember 
my teacher going, are you sure you want to do that? And I'm a little kid. I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. Now I look at it going, oh, I get why she was worried. (laughs) Who is letting you do this? Listen, parents, (laughs) we were allowed to watch scary, horrifying things, and we're fine. We're, We're okay. But, yeah, ever since that movie, I grew up with looking in your backseat before you leave. Absolutely. And this is not helping it. There's no. a pig, dude, dude in a pig mask, crawling out of his backseat. He has already gotten in the car, driven it to a stopping point, and then someone gets out of his backseat. Just chilling. Oh, my God. Taking a ride. So it cuts back to the bathroom after he recalls being abducted, and they try to use a cigarette dipped in... The dead dude's blood, poisoned blood, to stage Adam's death um, so they can try to escape together. So basically Adam wants to fake his death so that they can try to get a rise out of whoever's watching them to come in and investigate. He fakes it very bad though. Yeah. Oh man, it's the worst. It's literally like overacting (laughs) the epitome of it. And so he pretends to die, and then someone shocks him. So the, mm-hmm. the chain around his ankle shocks him. And, man, he did not. I mean, obviously, I'm sure that hurt. But I think unless it was just, like, a jerk reaction, which, of course, I've never been electrocuted it's in like that kind of situation. It's like having a seizure around. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe just continue to play dead. Yeah. I'm not saying it would help you. I mean, you're already in a really bad situation. Exactly. So maybe if you didn't react, he would have been like, oh, Dr. Gordon did actually poison him. Right. And so, okay, he can leave. And then, you know, maybe then you have a chance to attack the guy and maybe get out. But he is such a bad actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, not in the actual real life, but when he's portraying his own death when in the movie. Yeah. And then Adam recalls his abduction. And, oh, okay, photo development rooms where, like, camera flashes in movies are yes. so scary. I literally made a note of horror movies are the reason I wouldn't be able to do certain jobs. I could not be a photographer being in a dark room all the time. Yeah. Ever. I could not do that. Or if there's a room where the light switch didn't work, like, he tries a light switch and then he just continues moving Leave. on. I wouldn't go in that room. I would wait until daylight and change the bulb or whatever needs to be done, but I wouldn't go in that room. I even kind of think if I came into my house and, like, one of my lights didn't work, I'd be like, somebody did that, I'm leaving. Yes! And that's probably because I've watched so many of these movies, but it's always deliberate. And this pig just fucking, he finds this... Well, first he of finds, all, there's a doll. Yeah, I was going to say, he finds the, like, puppet thing. Yes, and I love it because he takes a baseball bat to it, and I'm like, yeah, get it! At least he did it. something. He did, he tried. He knew somebody was fucking oh with him. Oh my god, but then he's taking pictures... To light to, up the room. Uh, and then he takes a picture of the fucking closet. And the pig thing is standing there. Uh, that, okay, this movie is not super, like, it, it doesn't have a lot of jump scares, but the ones it does have are pretty good. I literally get why it took him so long to remember how why he got taken, because I would repress that shit right there. That is so hor- terrifying. I get that his m- mind just didn't work anymore. Yep. You also find out that he has been, like, spying on Dr. Gordon. Mm-hmm. Like, taking pictures of him. Like, he, Dr. Gordon's been, I guess, having an affair. Yep. And he knew about it. And so they start to, like, figure out. He starts calling him out. Like, well, you're so perfect. You're, like, fucking around on your wife. Mm-hmm. And da 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 And then Adam finds a photo he didn't take of someone staring out the window of Dr. Gordon's house. Creepy. Which is... The dude yes. that's like, sir, like that's taken his wife and daughter right at this point. Yep, and he 
identifies this guy as Zepp, who's just like an orderly at the hospital mm-hmm. he works at. So this guy's like a bunch of people have been watching this doctor. Yes. <laughs> how terrifying. So after all this like discovery of how they got here and why they're here and blah blah blah, it hits six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And time's up for his daughter and his wife. But his wife is kind of a badass. She is, man. She kicks ass. She does good. I th- like. It's like kind of in Bird Box when Sandra Bullock's like being a kick-ass mom. Yeah. Something just, I guess, click, and you just, you're not going to take that. Fuck yeah. Her kid, I guess yeah. she's just a kid. She's a freaking idiot, though. <laughs> like, your idiot mom kid. is dealing with stuff. Don't be like, Mommy, help me. She is fighting some dude and stabbing him with scissors. She's trying. <laughs> she's, that's what she's trying to do right now. <laughs> just shut up. Let Mommy stab this dude and we'll leave. Exactly. Don't distract her with your Mommy, help. <laughs> God. And this guy that's been watching Dr. Gordon's house sees that his, this is going on, something's going on at this house, mm-hmm. and that tips him off that he should probably go over there. And he basically chases up to the sewers where he eventually is shot in the chest. And the doctor, only aware of like gunshots and screams, because he's here, this is a one way cell phone, and he's mm-hmm. hearing How all of, he's hearing the struggle, he hears gunshots, and he's, he's just sobbing. His wife and daughter screaming, yeah. and, and that's what uh, he loses them on the phone. He and, loses his mind. Oh, yeah, I mean, he thinks he just lost everybody, exactly. And that's that's when he cuts off his foot. Yes, he's like, fuck this, I'm gonna crawl to them. Yep, and it's almost like, well, dude, if you really think they're dead, you're just going. To, I, I think I would have just laid down and, mm-hmm. and died. Just waited. Yeah, yeah, waited for death. Like, if somebody's going to come kill me or I'm going to die of dehydration or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was he was going to go to them. Yeah. And she, well, we're assuming it's her, but someone even tries to call him back on that cell phone. So we're assuming it's her trying to call him back saying she's okay that he can't reach the phone. Yeah. So he can't even pick it up to maybe save his foot. Right. So after he sawed off his foot, he there. So there's this gun laying there. Yeah, that and, he can finally reach. Yeah, and he shoots at him with the corpse's revolver, and then Zepp, who's been watching this, does enter the bathroom to kill Doctor Gordon because it's the rules. Yeah, it's too but, late. Yeah, but he didn't actually kill Adam. He just kind of like mm-hmm. shot him in the arm, and I was like, he has a flesh wound. <laughs> <laughs> um, he beats the shit out of Zepp. Yes. But you do find out that Zepp is just a pawn in this. Yeah, just another victim, sadly. Yeah, this poor guy. And he gets beat with the top of a toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I guess if you're in survival mode, like, I would probably beat the shit out of anybody who came in that room. Absolutely. Because I would think they were... And he came at him with a gun. He was going to kill them, so I get it. Yeah. Dr. Gordon is crawling out of the room to find help. Adam is still chained up. Mm -hmm. He has not cut his foot off. But he searches Zepp's body for a key and finds another tape recorder, basically. And that's when they that's how they find out Zepp was just right. uh, following rules to... Basically, he had a, he was being poisoned. Yeah. And he needed to do this to get the antidote. And that's when the body in the middle of the room... Oh, my God. ...stands yeah. up. And you're like... The first time you watch this, you're like, what the fuck? Like, and how terrifying huge. for the character in that moment. Oh, yeah. Like, you think Zombie. this is a dead body this whole <laughs> yeah. time, and, and you can't go anywhere. Yeah. You're still chained, and then it stands up. And then it just goes, game over. Oh, and Adam and is just screaming, and it just ends with screaming, and you're just left there reeling 
from this experience of a movie. And it just, oh my god, every time I watch it, it just makes me want to watch the whole series. Yeah. It makes me want to start the whole journey. I don't care how much crap they get for these movies. I still love them. Well, and it's now that they're all out, apparently, mm-hmm. you know, should all be out. It's like you can, you can like bend them like a Netflix series, yes. you know, so you don't have to wait and figure things out. They are, I feel like every single time we talk about a movie, I'm like, oh my God, this is such a fun movie, but it really is such an experience. It is. Absolutely. Uh, the blood and the guts are, can I say tastefully done? I don't, I don't think that, I think it applies to this movie, but I think a lot of people would disagree with me because I didn't feel like it was just like, I'm not saying Hostel's a bad movie by any means, but it was literally just like, we're going to torture these people for, because it's like, that's just what we're going to do. I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I could be very wrong. I'm not remembering them perfectly, but I feel like there's not a lot of, I don't know. I consider it gross torture when there's like pulling intestines out and crap like that. And I yeah. think there's a lot of that. I know she does that when she's trying to find the key in her room. Right. But it's more like this is survival. This yeah. isn't just like gory to be gory or torturing. Obviously he is torturing to torture people but there's a motive behind it that doesn't make it as empty. Mm-hmm. It's not empty torture. No. I guess is what I am getting at here. No. I. These movies feel they feel dirty and disgusting but in a different way. Yeah. In, like, uh, old, decrepit buildings that nobody goes into anymore. Yeah. Which, that actually was an accident. That, the whole thing for all the movies, with it being dirty and dingy and all of that, wasn't even supposed to be done. James Wan ran out of time, and he couldn't perfect the scenes the way he wanted. He didn't have enough time to make more cuts on the ones that he had. Yeah. So that's fascinating that something that was an accident is in all of the movies now. Yeah. And it wasn't meant to be all about blood and guts, so the gruesome outcome of the traps and all the violence, basically, it didn't match his vision. He wanted to do, like, a psychological scare with, like, a twist, like an M. Night Shyamalan kind of thing. Um, But it just... That's just how it ended up. It's just... Yeah. He accident. It's almost like he accidentally created... This whole genre. This masterpiece. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was originally just supposed to go to video. Straight to DVD type thing? Yep. It was only supposed to go to video, and most of the actors shot all of their scenes just in a day or two. Really? Yep. And it was just, obviously, apparently um, all of the filming was complete within 18 days. Oh my god. Yeah. So all of that, all of that, all that action and gruesome i mean i would love to just i'm sure it's on youtube but like just see them all sitting around chained up in their little bathroom (laughs) you know the second one was actually the highest grossing film because saw was such a big thing when they came out with the second one that's my favorite saw 2 is my favorite out of all of them i mean saw obviously but like the second one is so good it's got that teenager in the house she falls in the pit of needles it's and that's when it brings in, like, a bunch of people having to use each other to survive. Yes. So I, I remember on the Hunter Scariest Movie Moments, I think it's James Wan talks about, no, it's, it's his best friend, talks about how when they were researching for Saw 2, they just looked up the most horrific torture devices that people used in the Middle Ages and just went sense. from there. Like, when she's putting her hands up in the blade thing, people really did that to each other. 
how, how disgusting are human beings? So when she puts her hand up in the razor blades and then she can't take them out without slicing her arms, I kind of think like, obviously she saw the antidote to this poison that she fucks up anyways. It all yeah. falls out of the syringe. I wonder if she could have like put her fingers up and spread out the blades and slowly put her hand up and then kind of like gotten it back out or if there was no way out of that. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? That's probably how she should have done it, I guess. Yeah. I, would, I would have to rewatch the scene, but yeah, that makes sense. And the little doll, the iconic mm -hmm. jigsaw doll that rides around on the tricycle, that was basically completely handmade by the crew. It was mostly James Wan that made that. Really? It was just, he made it from scratch. Oh my god. Can you imagine being that creative? Right? No, like, first of all, you just came up with this entire franchise, and you made this horrifying little doll that people dress up on. It's Halloween, and it's literally like, if somebody sees the face, they're like, oh, Saw. Yeah. That's from Saw. That's Jigsaw, or whatever. Would you consider this a slasher? Even though he doesn't actually go and kill people, he just makes them... No. Okay, this is its own category now. We have torture category, and this is the head of it. Yeah. They, that's what people say. It's like in between like slashers, but it's also like a psychological thriller and a mm -hmm. death drama. I've heard death drama thrown around, which is kind of an interesting. Yeah. Because he gives them the opportunity to save themselves. Absolutely. Doesn't mean they do, but it, he gives them the opportunity to. Another thing that's kind of interesting about this movie and also super fucking gross, especially since I don't even eat meat. I don't even like to think about this. The intestines that are being used in Amanda's trap when it shows her getting her key mm -hmm. are fucking pig uteruses. Real pig uteruses from a butcher shop since they look Aww. the most similar to human intestines. innards. <laughs> yeah, isn't that disgusting? And they didn't have the budget for... So Tobin Bell is the guy that plays Jigsaw, <laughs> the, the, you know, mastermind mm -hmm. behind all this. They couldn't afford, like... A dummy of his body so in all those shots that's really him laying in the bathroom dead that's not like a prop oh my god he just had to lay there that's granted that so uncomfortable. at least it was only like 18 days of filming apparently that's true. but and those are quick-ish scenes I hope it's so cool that these a lot of these low-budget films are so creative with what they do mm -hmm. and then they end up like the blob for example they had, I mean, a decent budget, but it did so much better than they projected it to do. Absolutely. And with Saw, they had a tiny $1.2 million budget and made $103 million. So yeah. It makes you think of things like Scream or mm -hmm. Blair Witch Project that start out with these minuscule budgets and then just blow it out of the water. Yeah, which is awesome. Because they're so innovative. Like yeah. Blair Witch Project, there was no paranormal activity or Cloverfield or anything like there that. There was no... Yeah, no shaking No found footage. At all. Yeah, at that, that started, again, its own genre, yeah. pretty much. Which is exactly what this movie did, which is why I appreciate this movie so much. Yes, it is gruesome. Yeah. Yes, it is violent, but... The first you, one isn't so bad, honestly. It's not, no. There's only two scenes that are... We've done two movies back-to-back -back where they just cut their feet off. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Uh -huh. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's not the worst thing that they could cut off. I'm sorry. Gross. <laughs> so next week we have a special co-host and he will be making his podcast debut and nothing says date movie like a 3D ride to hell. Stay creepy.